0: Welcome to Keeping It Real, where we feature entrepreneurs and enterprise leaders who share their great ideas in our guest blog, found on shareyourstories.online. Our guest is Lisa Bragg, a former TV reporter and news anchor who is the founder of MediaFace, a company that helps you attract and retain the right clients. We're going to discuss how content marketing has changed with a few tips on what drives long-lasting business results. And Lisa joins us from Toronto, Ontario. Welcome.
1: Uh, hi, nice to see you again. It feels like forever since uh, we've know. actually met and worked together in person at, we at one point in our lives. So it's we great have. to reconnect. So It is indeed.
0: It is indeed. You know, I did receive some questions from some folks. And so I'm going to start by asking, the most question that was asked was, how does a TV reporter and news anchor become an entrepreneur? Yeah. So maybe you can help our, our uh, audience figure that out.
1: Thank you. What a great question. Yeah, you know what, Um, I had, I was working in news for so long, and it was going to take you way back, way back in time before things like this were so easy, because back in 2007, so I had already had quite a career already in broadcasting, but in 2007, if you remember back, Justin Bieber was just just starting to come out on on youtube and there were very few this was back in like almost charlie bit my finger era if you don't know that google it look it up because it's the very beginning of all of this that you know right. Trisha's great show is on and all the videos we watched 2007 and i'm like i don't think i want to do news the climate was changing quickly um you see some of that now in in, in the world about what people think of news how the challenge of the burnout from reporters, the whole gamut. So it was a a changing time. And I thought looking at all the different tools that YouTube was there and and other tools were starting up, I can do this directly for clients and help them get their messages out. So, and while news is great and has a purpose in the world, not all stories are served by news. And so there's only so much time. So as we see now, YouTube is full. We could never even consume all the content on there. So um, tools were coming down in price. And I thought, I'm going to go for it. So I'm going to start my own company called Media Face. And so left news and had it start up and running and didn't know if anyone was going to hire me at all because people didn't understand the world yet of content. There wasn't even a word for content. So people were used to putting it on DVDs still and production costs were you know astronomical. So only the you know most highest level companies would do a video. And so then, or even a podcast, we were early to the game of doing podcasting because I was trained in radio documentary. So so decided to start it, put out my shingle and started by myself, solopreneur, and then um, had a team of 19 people at one time and grew it to one of Canada's fastest uh, media and marketing companies in 2000, 2017 and 2018. So we had that, that honor. So, wow. and now I'm pivoting again. So I think it's the good thing about broadcasting skills um, is that it allows you to have this huge toolbox of skills to take and to do anything in this, especially in this new era that we're in now with, with the communication and helping people to tell uh tell their stories and and get out there so that that was that pivot so yeah thanks. that's really
0: very cool so you know one of the things that i know that you do very well as a company is help people find the messaging for the content because you know we all know that and i think the recent statistic that i read was like this type of thing like video is just going to be off the charts for the next 10 years you know, print is is not what it used to be, and you know, putting words on a page is not going to really attract the the audience. So this face to face kind of communication, albeit one way, is going to be the the be all in the end all in marketing. So how do you help somebody create that magical content that connects with the client? You know what, Trish,
1: this is the fun part, right? This is the and Oprah even I think Oprah even talks about it. We still go back to Oprah. Um, you know, it's people don't see than the 95% of the slog behind the scenes. Yes. They just want to do the fun, what right. I call the sexy stuff, like the talking, That you know, when our hair is done and we have a little bit of makeup on, we're talking to each other. This is the fun part. But what people don't really look at, and I call this tactics, what they don't look at is taking one step back to saying, what's our plan? And then even going further to saying what's our strategy? And the strategy right. is really, what is the whole purpose of this? Because so often in my career, people said, oh, we need a video or some new guru ninja has said, we need to be on TikTok or some other platform. Let's get on that today but they don't have a strategy for what the intention of the message is, or whatever it is that, that we need to do. Why do we need to communicate? Do you even need a video? Do you even need to do a live? Do you need an animation? Do you need TikTok? Like, what do you need? You don't need to worry about the need of the tactic until you've really thought about what is the need of the audience and the message that needs to, they need to hear and you need to send, what do they really need from you? And so when you really think about what your audience needs, that's where you can give them um that's the whole purpose of it is what do they need and not just i need to do a video what does the audience need to hear from me so taking that one thousand foot view and looking out and saying where do i want to go and one thing i'll say too it's in all the things that i'm doing it's always what's the future what is my future not my past so we're always market to where you want to go and not where you've been
0: That's really good advice, because, you know, one of the things I think that we forget is that this medium is forever, Mm -hmm. right? Like, until we decide that, you know, okay, we don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to, you know, shut down the channel, or I'm going to close my business, or I'm selling my business, or whatever it is that you're doing. I don't want to be on social anymore. The content still lives on, even if at some point in time, you take it down from all of those social platforms. So one of the things that we forget is that, you have to really be very conscious of the things that you say and do because to the to your point about the future, your future business or your future personal life is going to be viewed by anyone and everyone who's on social.
1: Oh, and I think politicians see this all the time where they say something that is hugely regrettable when they were younger. And so that's where you do have to be aware. But I think that's where more and more people are putting out your values. It's about right. your values and we align by values. And so certain people put out their values and that's where they are in that point of time. Often, sometimes it burns them, but you have your values and that's who you are. And so when you put it, put out your values in 2010, hopefully it's the same core values as when you're in 2020, 2025, 2030, that you are still that same authentic person. It's often when we hide and we don't know our core values that's where you think you run into trouble or you pivot to something entirely different and nowadays we're leaving breadcrumbs all the way along of what our true values are and how we want to show up in the world so you know i do i I absolutely so I have a new thing that i'm working on called bragging rights and it's really helping people to be seen and be heard my last name is brag exactly
0: what i found
1: through all of my journeys as a broadcaster and then as an entrepreneur for um Fifteen years that so many of us, especially women, um, wait to be picked. So we we've been trained to put our head down, do good work, and eventually someone will notice you. Was that the prescription you were given as a to be successful? Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. And so so many of us. So I've done cross cultural studies on this too with people across you know a pretty global so far, 300 people that um, what the results are and that so many of us are trained to play small. So overall, we need to think about, you know, it comes down to, part of it comes down to our values, who we want to, who we are and who we're going to be. Um, I think I lost my train of thought on all of that because I just (laughs) want to give you so much information on it. But I think it comes down to, you know, knowing where you want to go and how you want to play.
0: And, you know, I love your pivot because you started off in an area of your career where the visual medium was just starting out and you were front and center in that. And then you went to content marketing where you've helped everybody else get front and center and be very visual. And now you're pivoting to something that's really cool because uh, you'll have to spend a, a, just give us a little bit more insight into the, the issue of the, and the connection. I love the connection between your last name and bragging rights, because, you know, to your point, a lot of women have a great deal of difficulty creating content that puts us out there. You know, you mentioned at the beginning, you know, your, your hair and makeup looks great. Well, what happens if I woke up this morning and I was having a bad hair day and here I have this live podcast on Friday morning and I have to say, well, uh, you, you got to make this work because you've made a commitment to not only to your guests, but to your target market to watch the show. So that becomes really difficult for women because we've got so many competing um, you know, priorities. So tell me a little bit about bragging, because I've seen some of your social media posts on LinkedIn. And I love the one where you were sitting on an airplane with your daughter going somewhere and you were overhearing a conversation with two friends. So tell us why, why bragging? What is it about that topic that's piqued your interest?
1: Oh, so much to unpack there, Trish. Thank you for all of that. So the story about the two women on the plane, they didn't know each other. They are strangers. And wow. so we had a four hour journey and they started talking about you know they had uh cottages in a, a very affluent area in canada and then they had they're going to a very affluent area in the us and then they were talking about all the t- toys and the restaurants and all of these things and it was like well i have this and i have this too and i have this and i have this too and, and it was like really um listening to it to say which lens what am i hearing and would where is it that it's bragging or not and so bragging my definition of bragging is talking about yourself your, your successes talking about your successes and so when they had all these things like they're talking about their successes that they're able to afford and one of them you know all these luxury goods and one of them had um you know, had sold a practice, and her husband had sold his business for like a huge sum, and so they're telling these total strangers were telling each other these stories, and never once did it feel like one-upmanship or that they're putting each other down. They were people, peers, sharing information that also then um, elevated their knowledge too, because then they had new restaurants to go to, new people connected. They were connecting each other and adding to the fabric and layers of our lives. And I, some of the things I was like, they were a little bit out of my own personal um, affluence area. And I was wondering to myself, wow, what is that? And so often when we hear people talk about their successes, it's within ourselves that it goes against our own values or our own jealousies or our own insecurities. And so bragging is in the ear of the beholder and I, but ear of the beholder, it's the person who's listening in and eavesdropping or paying attention to it that's when it's the insecurities and so we get so concerned as business leaders as women business leaders especially women especially but business leaders about offending the other person and yes i do always want to be as sensitive to other people but i also need to get my point across and if if they have an issue with it how am i supposed to reach into their brain and know that they have an issue with it. Unfortunately, mind reader skill has not been developed enough yet for us to really see that. And so it's really if you are having insecurity thoughts or thinking, wow, someone, you know, is um," and there's a difference between self-aggrandizing and bragging. But if you hear somebody talking about their successes, in a positive way and you have a reaction to it, you need to check in with yourself. If there's self aggrandizing, which is the big word, which we lump all the bragging, negative parts of bragging in, that's that word, self aggrandizing. It's just such a mouthful that we put all of it under bragging. So the second part of your question was, why did I come to it? So my last name is Bragg, that's my maiden name. And so I've always, it was about 12 or 13 years old where I started realizing people have like an issue with this last name and you know when your last name is a verb people do pick up on it so if you have you know a tiny bit of bullying maybe more than i think but um or want to admit but you know people would would listen to the last name and oh who do you think you are are you bragging a lot and so i had this mantle on me and then even in university the joke would be you know a german class or your last name brag and so it carried with me and then in TV. And so a few times I thought, well, should I change this last name? It's such a, it's a, a little bit of a burden. And then, um, but then I had friends who loved it because it's supposed to celebrate success. And that's where the origin of the word brag is about being proud. It is proud of your successes, but it's being talking about your success because we need to share these stories of success so humankind can be ever more successful. And so being in broadcasting, I would go up to people and say, hey Trish you're an expert I would love to interview you do you mind if like let's tell and then not you because you're so willing but the person would say oh no not me go down the hall to John he's right. done this before he's the expert and so that would frustrate me so I'd often give impromptu media training and then I'd see the people go off and do more media and more media and I'd be right. able to see their success and then as an entrepreneur, I would see over and over again and hear stories from my peers about how they would get wouldn't get deals. And I was at um something with the an ambassador, Canadian ambassador to France, and she was saying, Canadian women are losing deals because they're not willing to talk about their successes and talk about themselves. And so that all those things combined and like and then I would be talking to people who I be doing business with and they'd say can you help me with my brand can you help me with me and i'm like there's something to this and so that's how i got into developing the, the medium and the message of bragging rights and it'll come out in the form of a book and in, in all my social posts so i hope you follow me i'm mostly on linkedin um at that and everywhere else at that lisa bragg or lisa bragg
0: that's really i really love the pivot because you know the not only is it a wonderful play on your on your name but I've been an entrepreneur since 1993, and I have to tell you, one of the things as a female entrepreneur that's always been top of mind is be careful what you say. Don't share your success. Be cautious of, of what you share in a group of people because, you know, and it's, it's something that has sort of followed me throughout my entire career, and I'm sure a lot of my peers who say, well, we don't want to talk about that. We don't want to say um, you know, that we, we landed this deal, or we don't want to talk about the fact that we now have over 100 podcasts in this show, or we've got 300 people in our Share Your Story series, which is awesome. But because we're so afraid that somebody's going to go, hey, what's she doing? So it's really wonderful, I think that you're putting the lens on the positivity of sharing inspirational stories that are intended to be just that, inspirational. because we all share and learn from one another so if we don't share these things how are we supposed to learn
1: and you have to see it to be it and so if you're not doing it for yourself do it for the next generation or do it for your your peers who need that work and who need to see you role modeling that you have you know 100 podcasts done and you have all these people part of your community and that things are thriving we're so quick to tell the doom and gloom stories but we're not seeing the success stories and so I want to hear and i challenge you to put you know to send me a post on social media you know tag me and hashtag bragging rights and let me know your your successes. i want you to brag i need you to brag i want bragging to be out there and for us to normalize talking and bragging about our successes like let's talk about our successes. And we're so quick to put ourselves down. I think, I don't know if a lot of your audience is Canadian, but as Canadians, we're like the poster children for this, is self-deprecating, which is not a good place to be, especially in this global world. And the culture comes into play with this and societal expectations, because we have to be likable. So that all comes into play. Um, But there's ways around it that we can all thrive in this. I think one of the good things that you're doing, Trish, and so many people that um, follow you is that you really are about amplifying others and that's the first step if you are so shy in you know tooting your own horn or talking about yourself amplify others over and over again because that adds to your own credibility expertise and the more you shine the spotlight on others the, the light gets brighter onto yourself so start with that as a place to go but you know we are criticized for speaking our mind and saying things, but it's really the only thing to, we can do to change the world is by putting our words out there and banding together and saying that um, yeah, Trish is awesome, and that the next person's awesome, and owning that awesomeness and not diminishing it by oh, I'm humble bragging or or saying it's like or not telling anyone at all that you have an accolade or a media experience, um, media opportunity, or or whatever it is that you think needs to be celebrated. It can be small, and it can be large. It can be whatever it is that you think you- uh, Whatever
0: your comfort level is, right?
1: It's a range, and we go from range depending on where we are in the world at that time. So it's all a range. Feel where you are at that time.
0: I'm gonna take you up on your challenge to post something about successes in the next week, and I, I will hashtag you. And what I'm going to, I'm going to reciprocate with a challenge. And I'm going to say when your book is published, I would love to have you back on uh, keeping it real. And we'll talk about the things that you're going to do to amplify your own success so that you can share your story with uh, a wider audience. And we'll help you do that through the keeping it real platform. So I I appreciate uh, that, you know, and I I
1: want to tell you, you, it's, always a process we always want to go back when you're culturally and societally told to hide it's a process so every day it's like I do have to get up there and brush my hair and put myself out there and learn to do this over and over again so if you feel ever like you need to fade just contact me let me know because I want you to shine as bright as possible but know that some days you fade and hide and some days you come back on straight strong as a as a light bulb. So so I appreciate you uh, championing my book. So bragging rights and some witty subtitle to come. So thank yes, you.
0: Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So I really want to thank you, uh, Lisa, you've provided us with a lot of really great information, not only about content marketing, but about brand imaging, our own personal brand image, which I think is really important. So thank you so much for spending some time with us and sharing that expertise. I truly appreciate it. Thank you. And the other thing that I want to do is you are one of the first 100 features that we had on uh, the Share Your Stories platform. So thank you so much for taking the leap of faith with me way back when, when, uh, you know, I was reaching out to those folks and say, I want to do this. Would you like to join? So thank you so much for sharing your story and giving us a really great update as to where you are now in your business and your career.
1: I know our time is up, with Trish, but that's a perfect tip right there is go early especially if you're not confident in something and someone's trying something new, go early, put your hand up first because their expectations are lower. So go early. Now,
0: before we go, I always ask folks to share their three words of advice and your three words of advice are intent, organize and action. And I know that you shared those a few years ago. So are they as relevant today as they were when you first shared your post?
1: You know, it's so, so funny because you reminded me of them, and they totally are. And I think it's because we need to have our intention. We need to know where we're going instead of just, again, doing whatever seems like the right thing to do that day. Have an intention. Know where you want to go and know that you are marketing to the future. So have your intention. Be organized. I'm, nah, that organize, <laughs> be organized is never a great thing. Not being organized to move forward is, is a good one. But really, it's about taking action. We have to know intent. And action and organize just helps make it so much easier along the way but the action part we can talk a good game we can journal a good game but unless we actually take the action and just one step every day that's 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 action it doesn't have to be I'm totally confident and ready to go it is one step of courage every day that's taking action and then all of a sudden you look back and you say like wow look how far I've
0: come I so Yeah, Well, that's really great. Thank you so much, Lisa. I really appreciate you uh, spending some time with us today. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Nice to see everyone. To you, our viewing and listening audience, I'd like to thank you for joining us in this edition of Keeping It Real, where we introduce you to the person behind the logo. I'm Trish Tonai, founder and host for the series. And if you're interested in sharing your business story, visit our website, shareyourstories.online. Thanks again for joining us. And we look forward to meeting you next time when we share another great idea.